Hey, welcome to this episode. I just want to give a shout out and a big thank you to every single one of you. And there was a lot this year. Yeah. For uh, your top lists of 2020. Uh, thank you guys, honestly, from the bottom of our hearts for uh, doing this with us. I, it's probably one of our funnest things we do all year round. Uh, you know, we love lists. We love your lists. And it was amazing having all your lists. So thank you guys so much. We posted them all. If you guys want to keep sending them, who hasn't already, uh, please go for it. We'll still continue posting them. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Let's get to the episode. Do you want to say anything? I was going to say, was there any lists you liked more than others? Or? Oh, yes. I really liked... Uh, <laughs> I loved the when Ant sent us the list at the last minute. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. Uh, great list, Ant, by the way, if you're listening to us. Great list. Um, the, the, Sonia's list was great always. Every year she get, sends yeah. out a great list. Malenko's list was very similar to mine. Malenko put me onto an album that keeps growing and growing on me, which is the Jesse Ware album. And then he disappointed me with not putting it on his list. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't do that. Yeah. I'm not surprised he did that. You're not surprised? Well, no. The, his list was almost identical to mine. Yeah, so... Uh, thank you also, Malenko and Sonia, for putting top songs of the year and top artist of the year. Yeah, not many people did that. No. That's but guess fine. what? Our playlists are still out there on Spotify. The all-time uh, podcast uh, hip-hop songs of 2020 and the all-time podcast everything else songs of 2020. So check those out. We'll keep posting them uh, in our stories for the link. But thank you, guys. this week started off the way we usually do I've only got Paul McCartney 3 I'm curious to check this out people say it's quite good Paul McCartney 1 was released in 1970 Paul McCartney 2 in 1980 Paul McCartney 3 in 2020 so it's done purposely or McCartney 3 rather not Paul McCartney he 3. took out okay so Sir Paul McCartney apologies <laughs> fuck again we keep making those mistakes yeah. it's ridiculous we're not familiar with the royal family yet but um yeah, I'm looking forward. See what that sounds like. Uh, I have nothing on my list. Mm-hmm. I there is something. I just can't remember what the, for the life of me what it is. Uh, but there was something that did come out last week. There's a lot of stuff that came out last week. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of stuff that really making me contemplate my list, and I wish came out probably late November or earlier in November that maybe would make my list. What are they? Uh, Jay Worthy and Sean House, which are London Drugs. Uh, those are two guys from uh, Bompton, California, uh, that brought back like a G-Funk, P-Funk type sound. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy story because these guys actually met in Vancouver. Okay. Which is a crazy story. That's how they met and have been putting out music since, I would say, 2015, 16. Uh the, the sound 
of the of this of these artists are super old school, like mm -hmm. super West Coast, G funk, like dog pound sounding. If you guys are not familiar with Dog Pound, that's Snoop Dogg, Daz, Dillinger, and Corrupt, who were all signed to Death Row. Uh, this album has so much inspiration from Too Short and DJ Quick. Like there's that West Coast sound, but also brings you a Bay Area type sound. So it's super, like this really, like I was just like, fuck. Why didn't this come out earlier in the year? Because this would have made my list for sure. Yeah, I got one too that would have probably made my list. It's uh, We Will Always Love You by The Avalanche, uh, an electronic group duo from Australia. I'm not, I've, I've, I've already said this before, I'm not a big, I don't, I don't have much knowledge on electronic music, but this attract, like, their last album got me. They had been, they had been around for a while, but Sorry, they had been on hiatus for a while, but their last album got me to kind of learn a bit more about who they were. And when they announced an album this year, I was like, you know what? I enjoyed their last one. It wasn't something I kept listening to after it came out, but I saw the guests on this. I saw Johnny Marr from The Smiths. I saw Mick Jones from The Clash. And I was like, they're not exactly guests that are going to make much of a difference on a song. They're kind of just going to borrow or contribute something maybe minor that carries a track. And, uh, I mean, other guests on it, Denzel Curry, MGMT on the same track with Johnny Marr. Um, fucking Karen O's on it. Kurt Vile is on it with a kind of spoken word track. It's, it's, a, it's a great electronic album if you like shit like Daft Punk or it's that kind of thing, but they're more into like the sampling, whereas Daft Punk is more composed electronic music. Check out the Avalanches. We will love, we will uh we will always love you great um, album and I'm, i'm gonna say one thing because you mentioned his name with as being a featuring but big shout out to denzel curry because that fucking guy is underrated big time like nobody pays attention to him his his album is ep that came out this year yeah uh, i can't remember what it's called but got really good reviews yeah we didn't talk about that much but no but fell under the radar because too much things came out for hip-hop And it was considered more as an EP. Yeah. But uh, big shout out to him because that guy is f fucking everywhere. And he's very, uh, like he does everything. He'll touch different styles. He'll do. It was called Unlocked. Yes. And, the, and it's the, with Kenny Beats. Yes. And the, the track thing. listing was like, uh, like back in the day, like when you would download. Yeah, yeah it looks like, like file names you'd get off. Yeah. I need to go back Kaza to listen to that. Yeah. Something. But uh, yeah, big shout out to him because he's been everywhere, but flies under the radar. Yeah. So, so you have Avalanches. Yeah, that would probably made my top 20. And I have London Drugs, uh, Jay Worthy and Sean House, Burnout mm -hmm. 4. That would have probably made my top 10. You know what sucks? I should have made a top 20. Like you. Yeah, I, I, I usually have a, at least a top 20. Because I find like the end of it, you're like, oof, I want to put this in. Like, I want to slide this in, and then you, you don't really get the chance to put it. But I should have done a top 20 this year. I think that's where I failed mostly. There's an album that came out that a lot of people were waiting for. Um, not necessarily us. Unfortunately, it's not an artist we really love. And 
we didn't really discuss before the episode what we were going to say about the album, but we're talking about Kid Cudi's Man on the Moon 3. We promised a review on it. He came out with an album? You know that. Okay. No, no, because I got confused because I pressed play on the album. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, I didn't know Travis Scott came out with a new album. I see what you're trying to say. I would have said I would have said it more... I mean, Travis Scott is a, is very much inspired by Kid Cudi. You 110%. can't say you can't say he did it first, right? No, a hundred percent. But this has, this is like, like he kind of let go of the Kid Cudi, and tapped more into the Travis Scott because even the ad libs on this. There's a couple of songs that are more uh, like, Kid Cudi was always kind of more pop, I'd say. It's it's absolutely hip hop inspired, but there are more hip hop elements than any of the other Man on the Moon. Uh, yes. Parts. Yes. Let's say. He's still humming the fuck out of this album. That humming man. Look, he tries to be he tries to be different, and he did that when he first came out. And yes, we're talking about Kid Cudi, Man on the Moon Three. The Chosen. It's called the Chosen. It's called the Chosen. So, so I didn't even know it was called. I just uh, I saw it now. Super important question. Yeah. Did you listen to the whole thing? I did, and I didn't have to take it off. So I'll give it that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I got fucking annoyed. My whole idea, if I was going to do this review properly, was give it a full listen. I know he likes to put, like, like uh, acts mm-hmm. in his album. I could give a shit for that. So I didn't follow, like, the transition of the acts. But I'm like, you know what? If I'm going to listen to this, I'm going to do it in full. I'm going to give my thoughts. I'm going to be real about it. The first time getting through it, I realized like, okay, this is actually more enjoyable than, I'm, than, than, than I expected it to be. Like the song Dive that has writing by Kevin Parker on it was particularly interesting. Uh, Damaged. That's a Mike Dean beat. Um, fucking the song with uh, Skepta and Pop Smoke did it for me. Loving Me with Phoebe Bridgers, by far the highlight to me. I mean, you know, she was my album of the year. There was nothing on this album that made me feel like I needed to skip it or... So you enjoyed it. Yeah. The the Tame Impala, the, the song that was written with uh, with, well, with Kevin Parker is a sample from a, a Tame Impala song, but... Which album? The song, it's the song of the... the yeah. The, the song's called Love Paranoia. You know I'm not a big... Uh, Tame Impala fan. I'm not. I'm. That sounds like something off their last album, to be honest. No, it's off Currents, so it's off the album I like. But um, yeah, like like I didn't find there was anything that made me want to take the album off. But the second time I went back to it, I was already like, okay, no, I'm not. I don't buy into the. I don't buy into the Cuddy shit. I don't. What is his album overused? Is he over saturated? Is he irrelevant? What is he as an artist? Because he came back after a while, right? His last album, if I'm not mistaken, came out in 2012, 13. 18. Well, with Kids See Ghosts. Yeah, but... Which I still think is his best project. 100%, but I'm talking about solo. Uh, Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying, 2016. Okay, fuck, I'm off. Uh, but, but but I don't... Like, the thing, the thing, and this is why it's, uh, covering music, we wanted to talk about the album, but to me, Kid Cudi was not good from Man on the Moon 1. And you never enjoyed that. You never enjoyed it. 
No, I picked up Man on the Moon, Man on the Moon One, because at the time it was one of those artists that like it was a hype artist. You were waiting for his first album, so I figured, okay, maybe even if I don't like it, the first shot, it'll grow on me. And again, first shot, I found it enjoyable. He was pushed by Kanye. Obviously, I was in, I was invested in that, but he had the MGMT. Uh, he had MGMT on the album. No, he did. He had Ratatat. He had MGMT. Ratatat, which I really enjoyed. He he had good guests on it. It showed that he was a guy that kind of reached out into other genres. Yeah, but uh, it it was very. It became very apparent. Like it, it it was very obvious to me very soon that this wasn't something I was gonna think was very good for long. He was huge. Even in high school, the people that we went to high school with, he was everywhere. Well, when I was in high school, no. Because it finished, like, Man on the Moon came out, I was out of high school. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, I failed twice, so. Man on the Moon won. Wasn't that early? Wasn't that like 2004? Man on the Moon, the end of day, came out in 2009. Jesus. So I was already, like, way out of high school. Well, two years out of high school. Fuck, okay. I, it, it's such a blur to me, but anyways. But a lot of people consider that album a classic, and I think that's what kind of made this hype. Like, Man on the Moon 2, whatever, I never, to be honest, I never even heard it. I again. listened to that one more than... You seem to really like that when it came out. Yes, and there, and you know why. Because of the featurings on it. There was the song with Cage. Who, K, K, sorry, who, Cage was a super, 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 super underground uh, hip-hop artist. Uh, part of Definitive Juck's record label and had worked a lot with LP. And LP yeah. did a lot of production with him and he was part of Weatherman with LP, Tame One, Aesop Rock, Camuteo, and all those guys. So when I saw Kid Cudi starting to work with him, I was like, okay, this is interesting. I understand why. Because Cage was very... Uh, like... He 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 was an emotional hip hop artist. Yeah, he spoke about growing up, uh, being on drugs, being put into a hospital, being an orphan, all that stuff. So I understood the connection, and also Shia LaBeouf produced Kid Cudi's. Are we still allowed to talk about Shia LaBeouf? Uh, After last week, probably not. I don't even know what happened last week, to be honest. But I he guess sued we sued for sexual battery. Excellent. Uh, but like all this, this was happening, so it was like, oh, again, he's stepping out of the box, but he's working with somebody I like, so let me go yeah. give, it a, give it a listen, and I, and I enjoyed it, but it really stopped there for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I gave you my thoughts on this album. It's, uh, it, it didn't require me to take it off. I didn't love it. You? I got annoyed super quick. I made it to about the sixth, seventh song, and I just couldn't take it anymore because it di- it didn't seem natural to me. It seemed too. I could agree with that. It was like at some point because I listened to it at work, and then I tried to listen to it on my own. But I was talking to one of my colleagues, Valentin, who was interested in listening to it with me. And at some point, I was just like, "Am I listening to a Kid Cudi album or am I listening to Travis Scott?" Because yes. Travis Scott is heavily influenced by Kid Cudi. And I think the songs they've done together are really good. But I just find that, like, this wasn't natural. 
there was a lot more elements. Well, he's still of, trying to push that kind of like. But it works for Travis Scott. It doesn't work for him anymore. Or it works for Travis Scott because he does so much more with it. And it's Travis Scott's sound to where now Kid Cudi is just like, Meh. either just retire from music or be a featuring. What would you give it on 10? Fuck, Steve. I, four? Hmm. Three? Maybe I'll go back and listen to it again and give it a better score. But right now, it's just something I'm not going to listen to. And it has nothing to do with what I'm into right now in, in hip hop. But it has to do with, it just sounds too familiar to the other guy. Okay, that's fair. You? I was thinking of five, but... I was thinking of five, but I mean, maybe a six. I'm it actually, passed. I don't know. I'm actually super impressed with your rating and what you're talking about the album. To be honest, to like for you sitting through it is just yeah. I really to don't me like this guy. I really don't like his he, his music annoys me a lot. Um, I like a his, five, a five. I said I don't know, five or six. I like him as an actor. Oh, I don't even care for him as that. I just as an actor. He played in How to Make It in America, which was a top. How did that top. show work out? Canceled? <laughs> After two seasons. Well, he uh, canceled his albums too. No, I mean, look, to be honest, I'll give it, uh, I want to give it a five, but I got through it. Six. It was enjoyable. Six. He, he's overhyped. I don't care enough. He's overhyped. <laughs> I'm overthinking what to give it. I don't care enough. Yeah, exactly. Taylor Swift put out another album last year, Evermore. Her second album, collaborating entirely with... Aaron Dessner from the National do. Last week? Last week she put out her second album, yeah. And two in a year. Of this year, of this year, yeah. And how was that? Uh same idea. So the first album, Folklore, was more um resembled more what she's done in the past. Evermore was more the fuck. Yeah, fucking phone, man. Evermore was more of um I'm not editing that. Evermore was more of um I want to say she tried to make music more like the people she was collaborating with. Okay. Justin Vernon, uh, the guys from the National are on the, the, the National are featured on a full song. But that's as cool. A band. That's cool that she's stepping out. I think it's super cool. Haim's it, on the album. Is it's it cool. pop? No, no. It's more. Like I said, it's more. That kind of indie folk. I don't want to fucking call it that. It's not. It's not <laughs> indie folk. But that like. Did you like the Folkmore album? I didn't like one more than the other, I'd say. Okay. They're both fine. They're both... Uh, did you enjoy this one? Because it had yeah, more yeah, of did. the artists that you... Well, I enjoyed the other one too because he wrote all the songs with her. Okay. And he's a great songwriter, but... So she's... Do you find she's more maturing? Yeah, To but, her older sound? Yeah, but I also think she had no choice but to start maturing. Yeah, she's older. Because Shake It Off was like a, that, that 1989 period was good and it worked for her. But then she was heading in that really pop direction and that wasn't working she gained a lot of fans because of that though because of 1989 yeah yes. that was huge but after that like she really tried going pop like there were two pop albums one album had Future on it you know what I'm saying really like, yeah I don't remember the name <sighs> of that album but that flopped it followed 1989 and flopped right so she's got to reinvent herself which is super cool to do yeah, as I much as I don't is, like uh, her but I think this is the type, of, the type of sound that she could really carry now. Man, she used to annoy the fuck out of me at the Grammys front row, huh? Yeah, she was annoying. But this is cool. I think that that is cool that now she's like, a, like she's, she's come to 
like she's come um she's more well she's more mature as an artist the it, choice of who she works with i think works better a lot better i'd like to see rick rubin produce one of her albums did he not already did he not know he probably didn't but no i don't think so anyway uh boldy james yeah came out with his fifth album this year cool uh, his album that made my list with uh, The Alchemist, The Presity in China. He had The Bold Face EP with uh, The Alchemist. He had another album with somebody else. I cannot remember what the hell it's called. Uh, he had Versace, his first album signed to uh, Griselda Records. And now with Real Bad Man, he did his album Real Bad Boldy, which is a fucking super super done super well done project mm. there's nothing really to say about this album but i just fucking it was just a, a punch in the face that came out last week and i was just like whoa really he put out a fifth album that is well done uh what else came out last week for me i had Riggs and future wave that put out an album i can't remember for the hell of me the name of the album but it's a super well done project uh what else? Anything else that came up for you? I'm you, good after this. You have nothing else? nothing else? Now. Um, there's a lot more music coming out and it really makes you rethink your list. And sometimes I'm like, did I really put out my list too early this year? I'm so happy with mine. Yeah. There, you there's albums on there that like, uh, I think if anything, after putting the list together, I keep listening to it and I think like, oh, maybe this would go a bit higher today. Like uh, The weekend. Fucking good, good. I'm surprised album. you. I'm surprised you put that on your list. I wasn't I'm surprised expecting I put it. it too. I don't like him. He's another one that annoys me a bit in the style that Kid Cudi would. He surprised me with his album. He put out a really good fucking album. By the way, the album with Riggs and uh, Future Wave is called Substance Abuse. Uh, no, but it's 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 cool to see when you put some stuff on a list that you don't really think is gonna get you, but actually does. Mm -hmm. And it's happened to me in the in the, in the past years. Is that, yeah, but I mean, that's always, at the end of a year, that's always going to happen. There's always going to be something that you discover even fucking years from now. I wonder. would make you put it on your list this year, you know? Can you say that this year was one of the best years for music? No. No? No. Um, I don't know if I said it last episode, but I said it to you, and I think I said it to Gabu when we were talking about lists and stuff. Phoebe Bridgers made my number one. But building up this list... It felt like I had a lot of number twos. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. everything was a number two. Run the Jewels, Moses Sumney, Perfume Genius, Haim. Run the Jewels went to where in your list? I think I put a third. I put yeah. a third. It just felt like in previous years, like I always had a clear cut number one. Phoebe Bridges was something I was really expecting to be good. I was looking forward to it coming out. And when it came out, it was good that it was almost like it was good enough that it was almost decided already. So like that, okay, this is the most impressed I'll be. And then by going through other albums, like I said, Fleet Foxes surprised me, but not a number one album. That they, like, they didn't put out a number one album of the year, you know? When To be number one on your list, is this something that you need to go back to many times and it still does what it did when you first listened to it? Is it could be an album that grows on you. Albums that grow on you, I think, are usually number one. 
But I'll give you an example. We talked about 2010 a lot. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy was 10 years this year. Right. Arcade fires the suburbs, gorillas plastic beach, the nationals high violet, big boys. Uh, Sir Lucius uh, left foot. Sir Lucius left foot. Caribou swim. Ariel Pink's haunted graffiti, with uh, I forget the name of the album. Those could all have been number one that year. Fuck. They're fuck and 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 that's just off the top of my head. There's more. It was a huge year. Yeah, you're right. Those years like that, like remember when Channel Orange and Good Kid, Mad City came out in the same year. That. Wait, there was something else that came out that year too. There was, yeah, there was Killer uh, Mike rap music. Yeah, LPs. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't be a, a top ten for me. No, but there was that. There was so much music but coming when out that, in that year. Killer Mike was my number one. Then Frank Ocean was my number one. Then Kendrick was my number one. Then Frank Ocean took back my number. One. And until this day, I'd probably say Frank Ocean is my one that year. Yeah, the years like that are fucking fun, man. When when you're competing for one and not saying like. There's a bunch that are equally number two. I want to hear albums that are going to tell me they're the best album of the year every time I put them on. Yeah, no, I, for sure. And I find this year for me, for hip hop, it was really like, like the underground, like the, the, the artists that aren't in the, in the, in the spotlight really. It's like, I feel like I went back to like my early days of hip hop where I wasn't listening to anything commercial or anything that was known. Yeah. It was huge for me this year. Like, I had the most fun this year digging through things, finding out about artists through other artists as a featuring, or really being like, fuck, look, I'm listening to so much of this Griselda stuff. Mm -hmm. I got to go listen to other stuff too. Let's see what else is out there. Would you say that, that, that Pray for Paris was a clear-cut one? Or again, even you... They all put out albums that could have been number two. It was super hard to you. I I said on last year, last week's episode, I couldn't pick my number one. I went with Pray for Paris because it stuck with me more, and it stayed with me. Look, Pray for Paris came out in March, and every time I listened to it, I just it was it, like it was that fuck. This is still good. It got me through the whole fucking lockdown. But but what I, what I mean to say is, it, were you competing between the three albums where every time you'd put one on, it felt like number one? Yes. Okay, so that's fun. Yeah. I didn't have that. Yeah, but... I didn't have that. And that's my, those were my conversations with Malenko every day at work. It's like, fuck, I just listened to Burden of Proof. Fuck, it, it's amazing. It's going to be my number one. Oh, fuck. Wait a second. Go back and listen to Conway. It's my number one. Mm. It's like it was always between that and that was fucking fun but you know what was way more fun than that everything else after those three the projects that kept coming out and just being like i wasn't disappointed in that freddie gibbs and alchemist mm -hmm. i wasn't disappointed in boldy james like there was so much of that good music coming out then run the jewels came out and now i'm fucking in december mid-december and it's i'm still getting great music yeah it's like I'm just trying to find like, fuck, what do I want to listen to now? I'm going through all these artists and I, I'm just like, fuck, okay, I want to listen to this again. Like I haven't, like the last, since the last episode, I have not listened to any Griselda project. Because That's I, good. Yeah, it might, yeah, but I find that I was listening to 
listening to too much of that. Like maybe I might have forgotten about a couple of artists. Like I'm going back now and listening to albums that came out throughout the year that I didn't listen to as much as I hoped I did. Yeah. Like there's I thought you were expect- yeah. Like this year was huge for me, Steve. I'm going on my I can show you on my phone later. There's just so many albums in 2020. These get, people put out enormous amounts of projects. Mm-hmm. But they all were well done. They were all good. Yes, there's some l- less better than others, but I just found like that hip hop authenticity is coming back with artists. And then you go in and listen to like a Kid Cudi or like something else that's more in the spotlight and you're just like disappointed. Or is it because I don't want to hear that? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Nothing like I'm disappointed of things that I thought were coming out this year, which I would have liked for it to come out, like a new Kendrick. Mm-hmm. But that's a good point that you make because I also think like next year will be more impressive. I mean, Kendrick was headlining, was going to headline festivals, right? Well, yeah, he was supposed to headline Oceaga. So there was clearly something he was working on that was going to come out around then that got shelved because of the situation we're in. Yeah. So was he able to complete it? Was he not? Did he extend his time to work on it? There's bands that I saw, like I said last week, Spoon's been working on something, so I expect a new Spoon album next year. St. Vincent confirmed there's going to be a new album. These are albums, like... I'll give you an example. Haim had to postpone their album twice this year, or once, but anyway, they postponed their album. It didn't come out when it was supposed to. I don't know if it had to do with finishing touches or if it had to do with we're hoping to go on tour. Once this comes out, let's push it forward or push it back or whatever. I expect that artists that didn't put stuff out and we were expecting from them took more time to work on it. To perfect it? Change things up? To give out, to give, yeah. Where are you going to go promote the album right now? Let's make something. Let's, Let's see if we can make this better than it already is. And if we can't, we still have it the way it was. But look at an artist like Drake. Yeah. Where I'm sure he would have put out an album this year. I'm well, sure. Well, he did put out that kind of project thing. Yeah. That t- and there's the album coming next year, right? So it's like, did he push it back? Was it done? No, the album was announced. That he, he was very clear on like, I'm doing that mixtape okay. thing this year. I might have missed that. And his album is already announced for next year. I think February. Okay. It has a title, it has everything. I don't have it right now on me, but... Pusha T was supposed to come out with something. King Push. That's 10 years in the making. Uh, Kanye West was supposed to come out with another one. Donda? Bo, was that this year or Jesus last year? Jesus is a savior. Something Jesus. Donda was last year. Sure it wasn't this year. Well, Good Ass Job is supposed to come out. You didn't know that? That's with Chance now. That became a him and Chance project. Okay. But I think Donda was this summer, No. I, and then it got cancelled or September and it got cancelled there was canceled. another one Jesus there's Jesus is King Jesus is Alive Jesus uh, yeah but uh, Jesus is King and Jesus is but oh. that's all the, the that's all the choir shit the choir thing came out right you said that I've never yeah. heard okay did you by the way did you hear the J Electronica the one that leaked and then he says I put it out there no. for you all to hear okay I don't care um, years over now I don't care <laughs> But like, I don't know. I, there was a bunch of artists that didn't put anything out. That, Yeah, I mean, you got to think when Kendrick puts out something, it, it usually comes with the opportunity to go on tour, right? Yeah, but are we? Are, are, people are not touring next year. 
2021, no. I think people tours. Well, wait, are gonna- let's see the chances of it. Let's see the chances of him being able to. Okay, but even if he's not going on tour next year, he'll go on tour in 2022. In 2022, artists that put out albums in 2020 will need new material to tour. It's it's done. 2020 albums. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's why an artist like Kendrick shelved an album. If there was an album to begin with. If there was an album. For sure. That's that's Those are the... I mean, it seems like a very obvious method mm-hmm. or reason to put your album to the side. Who, which artists are you looking forward to the most in 2021? St. Vincent. Uh, her last album was good, but not as good as the stuff before that. So I look forward to see what she could come up with. Spoon is always something I love. I always, always, always give Drake my attention when he puts something out because I know the quality of Take Care and nothing was the same. And if you're reading this... Will you get that ever again? I hope for it every time. But I don't I don't expect much from him anymore, no. I mean, we'll see what he does. Uh, other artists that I look forward to, I mean... It's hard. It, it, Modest Mouse have been supposed to put something out for now a little while. Hopefully that comes together. They're like... They, like they, they release... And promote albums like rappers. Modest Mouse? Next year is coming out. Next year is coming out. Next year is coming <laughs> out. Next type of shit. I don't know. Arcade Fire are, are, are working on something. They got to bounce back because everything now flopped. The Shins seemed like they were going to put something out. They didn't come together. That didn't, that didn't seem to work. He's working on a Broken Bells album too. Get that out. could be fun. Yeah. This is their second one. Third it's going to be. Which one did I really like? The first one, that's the good, the one that everyone likes. That's the good one, the first one. Second one was all right, but I don't know. What else am I looking forward to? Wilco have been on a roll. I hope they do another album. I don't know, man. There's a lot, there's a lot of bands that could do shit. Hopefully the guys from The National put out something and bounce back. Instead of just having worked with Taylor Swift. I know a lot of people worked on material and are going to come back in 2021. You have all this time. To work on material. I do look forward to a Kendrick album because I don't... To be honest with you, as much as you know I like him, I don't listen to him often anymore. No, you don't. I feel like if they were announced, if they would announce another Kendrick album, I'd be like, okay, let me... I listened to Kendrick this year maybe about a handful of times. That's it. It really wasn't a... Well, it wasn't a Kendrick here. It wasn't... Yeah, I didn't feel, I don't, you you know didn't what I'm feel saying? like a Kendrick here, yeah. I'm looking forward to Kendrick 110%. I'm looking forward to a bounce back Schoolboy Q album. He's got to bounce back, yeah. Because the other one was so shit. He's got to bounce back. He and needs to the, bounce back. Yeah. Uh, Chili well, Peppers. That could be cool. We're well, recording on the day that marks a year since John's return, actually. That's So that got shelved. Their, their, their whole performance has got shelved. I look forward to that. Uh, Probably won't be great, but whatever. For me. You know, no, they make quality music. It's just who likes them and who doesn't like them. Yeah, yeah. I find it's, like you said before, it's either you really hate them or you really like them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know what else I'm looking forward to. I just, I know a lot of the artists I listen to are going to keep putting out projects. Mm-hmm. Consistency. I'm just in a path right now that I'm just going to listen to a bunch of stuff and really soaking in all the music that's out there yeah you need to go out and discover things on your own i find you can't just read things it's cool to read things Mm -hmm. because you learn but like you need to like 
honestly, sometimes I feel like Spotify is a big help. Yeah, because they kind of push artists on you, yeah. You know, like, you like this, what's, and then you see artists at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I like the way a lot of these underground hip-hop artists produce their music. I mean, promote their music. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, yeah. they really... Like, I find what's going on in hip-hop right now is a lot of these guys all work together or kind of under the same umbrella where they, they push art. Their album covers are... It's not just, like like stale album covers there's more art to the album cover so yeah. it's like more eye-catching or this person did this album cover and also did this other person's album cover so you're like oh okay if he worked with west side gun then he worked with this guy rome streets mm-hmm. then there has to be a connection there somewhere like there's more to like the promotion of what they're doing and they're working with different yeah. types of like same That's umbrella cool, type That's thing cool. like i I like that, and I find like a lot of people are bringing that back. It's not just here's my album and that's it. Yeah, there's more to it. It's fun. I'm actually I'm actually enjoying things and discovering so much more of artists and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like the umbrella thing, they're all under the same umbrella, but they bring a different thing to it. And yeah. you know what sucks is I used to listen to Rosenberg, uh, Hot ninety seven, late night with Rosenberg or Sunday night something like that, and. I don't do it anymore because it's not as consistent as it was because of yeah what's going on. But I used to discover artists on there because mm-hmm. he would play what nobody was playing on the radio or nobody knew about. Sorry. True. So like it was cool and I'm just enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. I look forward to not spending as much money as I did in 2021 <laughs> on CDs. Well, as long as you guys don't put stuff out, it's not expensive. To buy albums. Well, a lot of the stuff I'm buying is also from the States, so the shipping is a complete disaster fuck. Yeah. Do you order a lot more? Have I haven't heard that you've been ordering stuff. No, I slowed down. Slowed down? But I did like a good like I like we joked about, like I did a good chunk of look at this. What do you like I don't even have the time to rip these. But you can't rip them. You don't have the thing to rip them. No, no, but I mean, I could do it. It's just long to do it on another computer. It's fucking annoying. Them. I actually ripped this. I ripped a CD today. And you know what? I imported. I finally, when we got the new computer, I finally brought my old iTunes to this. Oh, oh, you did? And I'll still use fucking Spotify because it's just more practical. I think now I'm converted completely. I own the physical, but I'll fucking use Spotify. It's ridiculous. Sp- uh, yeah, Spotify is good. I find that we, uh, I think we did something good for Spotify. Yeah. I'm going to continue Spotify. That's how I discovered the artist. Uh-huh. I can't sit down on my fucking computer. That computer, that fucking, uh, that microwave of a computer that I have. It's just annoying when there's that one album that's not on because of licenses or whatever. That pisses me off. I'll... Yeah, or it takes a week or two weeks to come on. I told you I was doing the Sonic Youth catalog. There's one fucking album, a Thousand Leaves, right in the middle. Like, they're fucking... They have 16 albums. It's like their fucking 11th album. The only one not there. Really? You explain to me. Same label as the rest. Should we change next year and go for title? Who, us? Yeah. Anchor does all this shit for us. I'm not going nowhere. Good call. Are we on title? Don't give title no fucking airtime, man. <laughs> don't give them no airtime. Uh, I don't even know if they do podcasts, to be honest. I don't think so. I don't know. Ask Jay-Z. Aren't you friends with him? 
No, he didn't like our birthday episode. He didn't? No? He didn't love it, no. Because we didn't like Kingdom Come. Nor Blueprint 2. Yeah. What's uh, what's in the works for us next year? This is our last episode for the holidays. Next week is going to be... Next week is Christmas. Next week is Christmas, and then it's New Year's. Yeah. We're taking those two weeks off. Yeah, and then we're going to come brainstorming. We kind of discussed the possibility of taking more weeks, but for now, it's just that. We might take more weeks. It all depends what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, we want to bring you some good content, so we're going to be working on a couple of things. Yeah, we got some ideas for next year. And when you guys are having your illegal Christmas parties and ho- and uh, and um, New Year's Eve parties, are you going to use a hall? our playlists? Use our playlist. Are you going we to a hall this year? I'm not going fucking nowhere this year. Yes, Steve, you did. You said the best thing. Use our fucking playlists. Yeah, you guys are going to be hanging out with a couple friends, drinking brew, drinking brews, uh, sipping henny. Put the put put the playlist on. Yeah, we, but we uh, we chose songs specifically for you, not for us. We know them already. You gotta fucking hear them. Yeah, I spent enough money on fucking those albums. I don't need a playlist. You kidding them. me? Fuck. Bought all those albums to make you guys a playlist, and you're not hearing it. Come on. Uh, if you guys want to shoot us messages, also of like what you want us to focus on. Yeah, when yeah, we come yeah. back, ideas. ideas. We have one idea for February we, that I'm really excited about. We said a deal a week. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. It's gonna be 15 years since his death. We're gonna do uh, throughout the week. We're gonna we're gonna highlight albums. We're gonna put albums that you guys got to go hear in the Instagram story, and then on Friday we're gonna do an episode on him. Yeah, I know somebody told me who the fuck told me we should have guests, and then I told him it's way more complicated than you think. Guests would be great. It's something that everybody suggests. Really? A lot of people want guests. You guys gotta understand we want guests. The issue is season two. Our whole fucking setup went to shit. Our computer died. The audio interface whoa, we whoa, used. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Our computer? I'm speaking as an hour. I'm speaking as this okay. is the all-time stuff. This well, is what you. we use. Our computer died. Our audio interface died. For people that don't know what an audio interface is, it's what you plug mics into and has preamps and drivers that record your audio into your digital audio software. That was no longer compatible with the new computer we bought. And if everybody wants to know, that was probably one of the hardest times for that I've seen Steve because it was very stressful because this whole fucking computer that he's had since I've known him goes straight to the garbage. Yeah. So we had to get a new computer, had to get a new computer, had to get a new interface. The interface we had had four mics. This new one only has two. Because at the time when you're buying a new computer can't afford you can't splurge on another fucking we're working on it we're yeah. working on another one but just let's not forget also it's not like uh, we all have the vaccine and we're all cured but we want to do more merch yes we said we wanted to do toques we said we wanted to do crewnecks for the fall and then we got fucking locked down again our province locked us down so we still hope to do crewnecks we wanted to do toques we wanted to do Everything. Bad hats and snapbacks. Material. They couldn't get material. So all the shit that we wanted to do was going to allow us to get a new interface and have guests. But we got to be careful with the guests too. You know, people are coming into your home. It is... Again, we're going into another lockdown. So having people into people's no, homes... It's, not pra- it's, it, it's also just not practical. Yes, right now to have guests is not practical. No. So, 
we're working on a bunch of shit. 2021 should be a better year, I hope. I think we're trending in the right direction. I can't do another year of this, but anyways. Even if it's another year for 2022 to be back to normal, I'm fine with it. Let's just get back to normal. I'm just excited to keep going with the podcast. We have other ideas. There's a bunch of things that's going on. We're going to write some shit down. We're going to reevaluate. We're going to do a bunch of stuff. But if you guys have suggestions, like you want to see like what we think about certain artists, you want us to try and do an episode around certain things, let us know. They're good ideas. Even if we don't do them right as you tell us, we try to fit them into a period where things will be relevant. Like our Kanye West episode. Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy Turns 10 was super relevant. Jay-Z episode for his birthday? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But we timed it so that it could be as relevant as it could be. That Send us the ideas. We'll figure stuff out. That top 10 favorite rappers was super fucking relevant and we thought People it wasn't. That. People were waiting for that because our season one, we had the hip hop. That was our most yeah. listened episode. That and the Enter the All Time episode where we gave our backstory. That's cool. It's a fucking great episode, that episode. That's probably one of your favorites, right? Enter the all-time. What were your favorite episodes? My favorite episodes this year? Cool cool question. Re-ask yeah. the question. Do you, want, do you want to ask me first or do you want me to ask you? I want you to ask me first. Well, you were just going to say that's one of your favorite episodes. Okay, so what was your favorite episodes since being back during the Bovid era? Great question, Stephen, too. <laughs> I'm going to go with Enter the all-time was fun because we were fucking real. Did you cry? No. Cool. I didn't cry in that one. I cried on my way home. <laughs> I cried editing. <laughs> um, uh, that one was one of my favorites. Enter the all-time. Hear that episode if you haven't yet. The top 10 MCs was a lot of fun because we got to give our um, our real top 10s for once. As personal as, as it can be. There's no rules. There's no nothing. Like These are my top 10. These are your top 10. The all-time collab was fun. Those guys send us so much love. We had a fucking good time. But you know what the thing is? It was really like we were just fucking hanging out with them, recording ourselves. It was and, amazing. And and he's talking about the Fuel Up podcast, the Fuel Up boys. I at, didn't say that? No. At the Fuel Up podcast, you said the all-time uh, collaboration episode. Oh, fuck. All-time. X. X. All-time and Fuel Up collab episode, guys. Yes. Wonderful evening, by the way, what happened. That was a lot. Yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> let's not talk about that, but... Um, and yeah, well, you know, we could talk about that. It involved a car accident to get there. Um, nothing serious. And I just broke I my ever... leg and <laughs> Steve had 10 fractured ribs. Yeah, nothing I even had to pay for. But um, that was a lot of fun getting to hang out with them, yeah. talk music. We found the Great common, guys. They're, they're car guys. So we found like a common ground talking music in that, music in cars. And I can't say it enough. Give them a follow. They work fucking hard. They really, really do a good job with their brand. Show them love at the Fuel of Podcast, please. Give them a follow. And my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy episode where we broke down the fucking album. I think we showed our strengths the most on that episode. Because we did the dissecteds. We did the albums. Okay, Stanconia sounds like this. Okramina sounds like this. But going track by track, breaking it down, breaking down the themes of the album, how the songs flow into the other, the samples being used, the fucking... I, I want more of that next year. I 
loved the Enter the All Time. Yeah. I thought that was amazing. Uh, the top 10 rappers, because I finally, after a full yeah. year and a half of saying, I need to do this, I need to do this, and finally putting it down and it being stamped on paper, that was amazing. Finally got off my chest. Yeah. Uh, the Fuel Up Boys one where we were just hanging out. Yeah. Uh, it was cool. I like going there because I find like, because we know each other. And we just talk. Yeah. And I find, because they do such a good job at interviewing. They're like, I'm there being interviewed. So they're asking me questions. I'm just answering. I don't have to put any thought into it, but just give them good content to, to, to put out. You just said something very important. I'm good? What? I'm good at everything? No, I said, <laughs> you, you said something really good in that they interview. Yes. If you have if you have startups, if you have a business, if you have something you're promoting, you're trying to get started, reach out to these guys. They don't they don't like they don't care what what type of thing you're doing, they don't they want guests. They want to get to know what you do, they want to help you out, they want to It's what it, it's something they do. You know who Yes, they're car guys, they do that stuff, but they they've also made uh, like They've got a bit of a reputation now for doing the interview shit. And they do it really well. And you know who needs to come to Canada to get on on their episodes? Each one, teach one. Yeah, that'd be cool with us too, though. Yeah, 110%. That'd be so cool with us too. We're going to have to buy a mic. And if he comes and we don't have the setup, no, we, we got to go. to bring his mic. Yeah, that too. Good <laughs> no, call. No, but yeah, yeah. We got we to gotta get ready for Like, guests. when he comes... That's going to be a crazy episode. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. And I think what he could do with the Fuel Up guys is is going to be incredible as mm -hmm. well. And that brings me to my next point. One of my favorite times I did during the COVID, Bovid, was do the lives with each one, teach one. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, that you guys did a fun. few. You really carried that for a while. Yeah. And, and that was great that you let us do that. Yeah. Like big shout out to each one, teach one. It's amazing that we got to do that on live and people joined and cared and it was just hip hop talk. We did like the verses. Yeah. And by the way, verses, you stole most of our idea. So thank you very much. What idea? Well, fucking, they, they were talking, all the verses they, they do, they stole our ideas. We did who's a better artist, this one or this one. We did who's the better, uh, uh, from the trap, young Jeezy, Gucci Mane, T.I., They did a Tia, uh, they did a Gucci Mane, Jeezy versus. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Uh, they just like throw things out. Cameron, Dipset versus G Unit. Like they've been throwing out a bunch of stuff. Uh -huh. So like, we started it. Thank you, but. Uh, Give each one, teach one a follow. Please. Yeah. By the way, we should be able. I hope we could travel soon because I'd love to go to New York and be on his shit. His stuff is. It's good, man. There's good conversation there. Did you see what he like? He like, he's full in. Yeah. It's crazy to see. Yeah. From interviewing people to having his own setup and everything. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's honestly, to me, it's amazing the growth that each one, teach one has. And also, he has co-hosts now. Yes. So it's at each one, each one podcast. Did I say that right? It's at each one. No, fuck, I can't read. It's at each one teach one podcast. So each one. You're fucking forcing me to edit. 
No, this is no, because I'm saying it properly. I want people to understand. But yes, please give him a follow. He has co-host now. Yeah. That's amazing. The content is incredible. Great job, man. Honestly, the growth you've had is amazing. Yeah, for real. So what else? Um, I don't know. Like, I'm good. I'm ready to sail into the sunset for 2020. 2021? Well, I'm, I want to go into 2021 and I want things to change. So We're hoping oh. to do new merch. Yes. Something cool just came out, by the way. I just looked on my phone. What? Talib Kweli just ranked his favorite albums in order. Of all time or his albums of his own? Of his albums. So my favorite albums of mine in order. Could I guess them? Yeah, go. Starting with, how many does he have now? 14. <laughs> is he putting Blackstar and, uh, uh, yep, and all everything, that stuff? Yeah, I, everything uh, is there. A worship uh, thing? Everything's there. Okay, I'm going to guess his top three. Okay, go. Number one's going to be Blackstar. Wrong answer. It's his latest one. No. <laughs> what is it? Eardrum. Oh, Eardrum may not have aged too well. Okay. Number two is going to be Blackstar. Yes. And number three is going to be Quality. Wrong. Really? Yeah. So Beautiful num- Struggle? So we're talking about Talib Quali, the rapper. Yeah, let's make it quick. Nobody cares. Number I'm one, not saying that in a battle. <laughs> I'm going to give you his top five. Number one is Eardrum. Yeah. Number two is Blackstar. Yeah. Number three is Train of Thought. Oh, right, yeah, okay. Number four is quality. Number, number five, five is radio silence. What the fuck is that? Is that not the second the Reflection Eternal album? No. No? No, and he doesn't even have, what's it called in here? Liberation. Where's yeah. Liberation? Number eight. Show me the list, turn it on. Wow, that's how he wrote it. Your drum is the one with Justin Timberlake, right? Yeah. Kanye, well, that's Mer- that's his Mer- most versatile album. It's his most pop. He almost broke out with that album. I remember in college, people were talking about him when that album came out. Well, uh, the song with Justin Timberlake. Great song. By Gutter the way. Rainbows is a bit low. No, Revolutions Per Minute is the second. Gutter thing. Rainbows, a song with Sean Price. Yeah. Beautiful Struggle, Gravitas. Uh, Prisoner of Conscience. That's the one with... Uh, I didn't know that. That's the one that has Kendrick on it. Uh, yeah. Before he got too expensive. Yeah, with Kendrick with short hair. But yes, that being said, uh, what were we talking about? That was the most important segment of this episode. Uh, I'm just having fun with this shit. Uh, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in, all our uh, listeners. Thank you guys very much. Mm -hmm. You're all awesome. Yes. We appreciate you. Without you guys, we would uh, be just talking to ourselves and listening to ourselves on uh, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, and Anchor. And that's also ways to go listen to us if you haven't already. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, thank you to you for doing all the editing and all the bullshit you have to deal with and all the me making noises with my mouth, uh, grinding my teeth, touching the mics, uh, staying stupidity that you need to edit out of the episode. Uh, taking the time out of your busy work schedule to re-listen to the episodes and make sure I am politically correct. You've been pretty politically correct uh, so far this episode because you. So don't far, want... I would say so far, uh, all year. I think I've been good since the beginning. Yeah, I don't say yeah, anything. You're fine, are you kidding me? You're uh, fine. <laughs> but yes, I want to also thank that sound in the background that I've really been accustomed to for the last three episodes. The sleep, the sleep, the sound machine. Yeah, I haven't heard it on the episode. No, you don't hear much. It does feel like I'm in the ocean 
or in space. I love it. I miss it in our room. Really, huh? No, I love to. Honestly, I might need to buy something like that for me to sleep properly. I know. They're good. They're cheap. They're not expensive. No? 40 bucks. We said we I weren't. I mean, you could get cheaper ones than that. We said we weren't getting each other Christmas gifts this year, right? I'm like, no, no, no. Okay, no. good. Excellent. No more Christmas gifts. No. Uh, but yeah. Anything you want to add? No. No. All right. Well, I guess that's us sailing into the sunset. Happy holidays to everyone. Happy ha- New Year. Happy holidays. Happy New Year's. Be uh, safe if you're if you're choosing to see family. Be safe. Be safe. I'm choosing to see you. I'm not going to say which date on here, just in case people want to call, call the, the feds. Yeah, guys, be careful. Be safe. Uh, listen to our playlists. Playlists. If you're going to have a party, make it worthwhile. Listen to our playlists on Spotify. Don't share drinks at your parties. Don't share drinks at your parties. Don't get too close. Be smart. Send us your list if you haven't. It's getting fucking cold, so I'm very happy for the next few weeks I'm not coming here. Well, I might come, but it depends the day. Because it's yeah, cold. we'll see. But we're not doing episodes. At least for two weeks. Next week is, uh, like we said, it's uh, Christmas and then New Year's. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the week after, but we're going to talk and see if, if content is, if, if news is slow. Uh, we might start off in February. You never know. One thing at a time. We want, we want to be back soon, but... Hey, remember to finish it off. Was it 2020 when... You had to come to my house and we tried to do it in the basement over our phones? No, that was after the computer broke. It was a late 2019 second season. Time has flown. Yeah, we've been done. We've been at it for two years now. That's crazy. Yeah. We've come a long way. Okay. Well, that's it. Uh, if you guys want size larges and t-shirts, I have a bunch. Uh, they're 50 bucks a pop. Uh, and that's it. Take care. Happy New Year. All the best to you and your families. They're 25. They're 25. Happy New Year. All the best to you and your families. Happy holidays. Stay safe. Thanks, guys.